0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside Nate Green. Nate, how are you doing tonight?
1: Uh, pretty excited. How about you, Jared?
0: I am excited as well. I Just before we even get going with this podcast at all, I, I know this is probably the one that we were expecting myself and Taylor Blake Ward to be talking about the international side of things, and how that whole process works and the signings Angels made. Fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at this, the Angels made a pretty big move today. Pretty big, I mean, it's not crazy. It's big enough where I would love to have a podcast about that and this is what me and Nate are going to do tonight. Again, Nate's one of my buddies. I actually, We actually had a show planned for Saturday, but this whole topic right here kind of scrubs what we were even going to talk about. So, just, you know, we're going to push this one, push the one with Taylor Blake Ward and myself back to Friday. This is going to be the one that comes out Wednesday when you're listening to it now. And I'm super excited to talk about this subject, but first, before we get going, guys, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting what we do here at Talking Halos. We really appreciate it. Like I said, it's, it's amazing. It's been fantastic what you guys have brought to the table for us, and hopefully we continue to expand and... If you like what we have going on, please, please, please tell a friend. That is how we, you know, that's how everything works for us. Tell a friend. Make sure that they know about our podcast and so we can keep it going. And also, if you like it, please subscribe to the podcast and give us a view wherever you are listening. If you have any questions, topic ideas, or just want to join us for a talking Fans segment, We still have spots available. I think I'm going to do talking Fans up until spring training, opening day, when we have so much more news. So if you want to join us for that, you can message myself at Jared underscore Tim's on Twitter, Brock on Twitter at B-D-R-O-X-8, or you can email us at TalkinHalos at gmail.com. Guys, and also please don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. We're doing so much stuff on Instagram now if you're not following us there. You're really missing out. Myself and Brock are just kind of crushing that Instagram Instagram game right now. And Nate, before we even get going any further, I know you're not on Instagram, or on you're on Instagram, but I know you're not on Twitter all that much, but that's where a lot of stuff happens. Throw your Twitter out there so everybody can go follow you and bug you when you make your harsh opinions on, on what we're about to talk about. Yeah,
1: uh, at Nate Green.
0: Yes, go follow him. Nate's a great guy. Coached for, where'd you coach for? I'm blanking on it right now. Whittier Christian. What am I saying? Coached for Whittier Christian. Wow, I almost blanked on Whittier Christian. (laughs) Coached at Whittier Christian, played Division I baseball. Great guy, knows Angels baseball, just doesn't do a whole lot of the writing aspects. So hopefully you guys like when Nate Green comes on. And we also have to pay the bills, so give us one second to do that. What's going on, everybody? I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle. A brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at BlueWire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of this program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with BlueWire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for only $15 a month, the same rate as other hosting sites would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you wanna grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sporting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com join. And now back to talking halos. All right, guys, enough with all the introductions. Let's get rolling and talk some incredibly fun Angels baseball. And Nate Green, Nate, 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 the Angels made a signing. It is, the stove is finally hot. I, I'm so excited to talk about this because Angels signed a pitcher, uh, Jose Quintana, one year's $8 million. Let's get our initial thoughts on this. How do you feel about it, Nate? I mean, we both have said this it's about time we've been waiting
1: for uh, the angels to make a move we've been waiting for them to sign a pitcher and finally they signed a the pitcher it's it's been long overdue
0: yes very long overdue and i it felt like the dominoes were dropping almost every move since i mean since the 1st of january for the past almost 3 weeks now with the lindor trade and now the musgrove trade and Everything that's happened and I mean, before we even, yeah, yeah, every trade that's had, every trade that happened, it feels like, all right, well, there goes another piece. The angels could have gotten go. They need to go do something now. They need to go do something. And it hasn't quite happened yet. And I feel like the Musgrove trade is finally that tipping piece. And it wouldn't surprise me if down the road, and I know absolutely nothing about this. I'm not really involved in any of the angels talk right now. I have too much other stuff going on. But it wouldn't surprise me if something came, came out and said that the Angels were really pushing hard for Musgrove. And now that the whole Quintana, after he got traded, they went out and signed Quintana as a kind of a backup plan, especially after what Musgrove's return was. And I know we kind of talked about that. And it wasn't very much at all, right, Nate? I mean, it just didn't feel like the Pirates got what they deserved. And, you know, you talked about um, off the record that, you know, you would have given up Marsh for Musgrove straight up. I don't feel that way. I wouldn't have been able to do it just for Musgroves. It had to have been for somebody else. But it felt like the Pirates could have given up a lot more, and the Angels had even more to offer for Musgroves. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if down the road we saw the Angels really were really close to getting Musgrove, and then all of a sudden the Padres came in and took him away, and then the Angels had to sign Quintana. What do you think about something like that? Do you think that's even a possibility of that happening, Nate?
1: Yeah, very possible. and I think Angel fans will agree that – just watching all the Padres moves that they've made and not having to give up their number 1, 2 prospect. I think they've they've given up one prospect in their top 5. And it's like, we couldn't do something like that? Like, we have prospects all, all over the place. But it, it, it's been frustrating to watch Padres make move after move. And looks like really quality moves. So, But really glad we got a pitcher and uh, excited to see uh, what he looks like.
0: Yeah, you know, and it, it's I want to take a step back and say it is very frustrating to see teams, not even just the Dod, not even just the Padres, I mean the Dodgers make moves too, but not even just the Padres, just everybody making moves around the league, and it, it, it kind of goes back even farther than this year. Going back for years past, I think you brought up like the Arod trade too. You know, even like pushing it back almost that far, seeing teams make moves for players and it work out, and then the Angels not almost getting so close to that, that move and not being able to make it. So, it, yes, you're right. It's been very frustrating. I mean, just as casual fans, as, you know, the big fans like you and I who've been watching the Angels for years now, you know, it, it does get very frustrating. And a little bit here on the signing Jose Quintana, like I said, one year, $8 million, very similar to a few other deals but we'll be talking about down in in the next couple minutes. But again, a little more on Quintana. He played for the White Sox and the Cubs. That Cubs connection with Joe Madden now makes a little bit of sense why they signed him. Last season, 2020, I guess you can kind of I don't know, check it off the list. It really wasn't a good season for him at all. Not that there really was a season. He only pitched in 10 innings. He had the thumb injury. He had the leg injury that bothered him. Pitched to a 4.50 ERA, a 2.99 FIP, a 2.85 X FIP, a 0.2 War. So, you know, 2020, I guess you kind of X that out. You look to what he did in 2019 with the Cubs. Where he went 13 and nine and 171 innings pitched, compiled a 3.5 F 4 had a 4.68 ERA, and you look at it and it's like, damn, another one of these four, three, four starters or four, or five starters that the Angels have a whole bunch of. But I, you know, I really like the upside of of this, and like I said, I know we're gonna compare him to a couple other guys down the road. But Nate, I know we're big stat guys here. Are you worried about the declining? you know everything it seems like in the past couple years with him i mean the era has gone up you know basically almost every single year what four or 3.2 in 2016 4.15 in 2017 4.03 in 18 468 in 19 450 in 2020 i mean does do any of these stats really worry you the era isn't that
1: big of a concern to me the biggest concern to me is that you signed Quintana to be an innings eater. You signed him to, to throw a bunch of innings. And he's coming off an injury season where he had two injuries um, in a shortened season, which is never good. Um, so that's the one big thing is like the injury factors. He hasn't really had any, and now he's had two in one season. And that's when you're signing him right after the two injuries. So that's the biggest concern for me is that he won't be able to eat those innings they need
0: Yeah, and I mean, on top of the declining stats that we're, you know, seeing and that I mentioned, the velocity has also gone Mm -hmm. down on the fastball ever since 2016, 92.6, 2017. 92.5, 92.5, 2018, 92, 2019, 91.6, 2020, 91.5. So, I mean, if we continue to see that, that that's mm-hmm. what worries me. And that, and we also yeah. see the hard hit factor. Yep, the hard hit factor come into play as well with exit velocity, and that's gone up over the past, you know, since 2017, where in 2017 he was a average exit velocity was 87.6, and 2018 it was point In 2019, it was 90.1. And now in 2020, it was 94.5. Granted, he only pitched 10 innings. But again, a lot of these stats are very, very worrisome to me, in my opinion. And, you know, I think we can kind of just jump right into the comparisons to former pitchers that the Angels have signed. I mean, I have Julio Tehran pulled up right now, Matt Harvey. Taylor uh, Taylor Cahill, Trevor Cahill. You know, there's been so many. I mean, Nate, what do we think about these comparisons? It's 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 uncanny almost, right?
1: Yeah, spot on. Uh, the Tehran was first thing that came to my mind. The Angels signed Tehran right around this time last year, one year, nine million. Um, so one one mil less, but very similar. Inning eater, not going to be a dude for you. Going to be a three or four starter. Hopefully, that's like high upside. And uh, obviously, we didn't get that out of Tehran. So, yeah, that's
0: that's a pretty spot-on comparison for me. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at Tehran, didn't have a win for the Angels last season. And you look at what he did, you know, with the Braves in his career. And I mean, it was kind of a roller coaster. I mean, you saw 2015, a 4.04, 2016. These are ERAs, by the way, 4.04 in 2015, 2016, 3.12, 2017, 4.49, 2018, 3.94, 2019, 3.81. And with the Angels, a 10.05. So, you know, it 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 is a little worrisome, I'll tell you that. And again, another point that I think we really want to hammer in here is... At what point don't we blame Perry Manassian or Billy Epler for these moves? Because it's been the exact same moves now for the past, what, five years it seems like? Go out and get these type of pitchers, though... Granted, I'm a little higher on Quintana than any of the other pitchers. And I felt like I've said this. Oh, my God. It's insanity, uh, Nate. It's totally insanity at this point. You know, the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And this is what it feels like. And at what point can't you blame the general manager? I mean, there's got to be something else going on where these – the guys in the Angels front office see something and it just isn't it. And I'm hoping that's not the case with Quintana because I am a little, I've always wanted Quintana in an Angels jersey, but I, I don't know. It's its just, I feel like it's uncanny seeing the trends the past five years. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you, Jared.
1: Um, I, I got on the phone with you right away and was like, well, at least we know we can't blame Billy for the uh, the one year pitching signings because it looks like Artie is really driving those one year. Let's let's hop on this rebound guy and hope that he takes off for us, and we'll spend money on hitting and we'll out hit everyone. So it, it looks like another Artie signing, and it looks like Artie's really driving the bus.
0: Yeah, I don't. Okay, yeah. for me, I don't know if it's Artie, you know, and I don't want to put blame on anybody. I don't. I'm not in the Angels front office. I really don't know who it is if it's you know the numbers guys crunching numbers if it's you know somebody evaluating wrong or what it is but I mean at some point you have to go it could be already it totally could be and just saying hey I don't want to spend money on on pitching you know and we're gonna you might see JT Romulo get signed here real quick by the Angels or somebody along the lines of that but I, I don't know it's just for me it's uncanny it's ridiculous I it, it, it's, it's hard for us not to look at the past in these situations with these type of signings. Though, like I said, I am, I am a, a lot higher on Quintana than I am with anybody else that the Angels have signed looking back at it, but the warning signs are there. They really, really are when you look at Quintana compared to these other guys. So, you know, for me, I'm, I don't, I, I you know, it's just one of those things, you know, I want it to work out. I really do. I do want it to work out. But, yeah, next question that I think we need to kind of you know, go on to here is what does the rotation look like? And, Nate, I want you to give your rotation and I'll kind of give mine. Because I think there's really, at this point now, only one spot to fill.
1: Yes, I agree. And, I mean, you you look at it right now and it's still Bundy probably is going to start opening day if nothing changes. And then you got Quintana, you got Heaney, you've got um, Canning. You've got Otani. Hopefully you get him back and healthy. And then you probably have Berea.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you look at Fangraphs, Fangraphs does have Berea in the rotation. There are some interesting things that the Angels could do with that fifth spot. I mean, especially if Otani's not in the rotation. I guess you could only go with a five-man rotation. But yeah, you know, I think the Angels, again, now are one pitcher away. You know, from really being a contender and whether that's going out and getting Trevor Bauer or making a trade, I just I just don't know. And, I, you know, I think that this can bring us to our last question. And, again, this whole podcast was just I want to get the news out there. I want to give our reactions because we're recording this at 1030 at night. We want to get our, you know, kind of initial reactions on this whole thing as we're looking up stats, as we're doing this stuff. But the last question, I guess, of this podcast would be, and we can kind of branch off on it in a sense as well, what do we think the next move is going to be? I know I've mentioned a couple of them, and you gotta hope it's a pitcher, right, Nate?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the dream—is it's another pitcher. But you're hoping it's an actual an ace. I mean, that's the biggest problem—is you've got to match up with. The Biebers, the Garrett Coles, the uh, everyone in in the American League. There's a lot of good pitchers, uh, possibly Chris Hale in the playoffs. Who knows? You've got to match up with one of those guys, and the Angels need a guy like that. So that's what you're hoping for. Uh, I know we've talked. It could be possibly Trevor Bauer. I think the Dodgers could make that a little interesting and sign him one, two years and jack up the price $55, fifty five, sixty million. So that that is the one worrisome thing is the Dodgers have some money to play with and they could easily make this uh, miserable for the Angels trying to get Trevor Bauer.
0: Yeah, and I think at this point, you know, it's not a it's not a talk in Halos podcast if we don't talk about Trevor Bauer for just <laughs> a few minutes. <laughs> and you know, this kind of like when the Musgrove deal happened It was like this almost kind of solidifies, in a sense, you know, the Angels getting, you know, I mean, ever coming going back to even like the Kluber trade and Toronto actually even going out and spending money yesterday as well. Or today, I mean, I'm playing this as yesterday, (laughs) going out and spending money yesterday, you know, it it seemed like Trevor Bauer deal now just lines up with the Angels perfectly and the Angels kind of have that edge on Trevor Bauer in a sense. And, you know, I don't know if that's really the case anymore, though I'd like to think it is. I really would like to think that the Angels have the the leading edge on getting Trevor Bauer now, and they're not going to have to spend as much to get him because there aren't very many places that he can really go at the moment unless, heck, the Mets can go out and still spend money. That's, that's no question. You know, and the Dodgers, like we talked about, or the Padres could go out and spend money. But, I mean, the most logical one before the Quintana signing, you know, in between the in between the whole Blue Jays um, fiasco that happened and also the, the Quintana uh, deal was Trevor Bauer, you know, makes too much sense now for the angels. But I mean, does Trevor Bauer really make that much sense anymore?
1: I don't, I don't know, Jared. Um, you're hearing reports that he's going to want 25
0: million a year,
1: mm-hmm. and I know we
0: talked about earlier. The Angels only had about 25 to 30 million to spend. That's kind of what already wanted to spend. He didn't really want
1: to spend over that. They've already spent about nine and a half right now with the Suzuki trade or with the Suzuki signing, and now the Quintana signing. So you probably only got about 20 million to spend. Could they go out and get another bullpen arm with that? Absolutely. Could they go out and and Figure a way to get Trevor Bauer, absolutely. But I don't know, twenty million. Trevor Bauer really wants to be the highest paid player. That's going to be a, a tough sell for the Angels if Artie doesn't really want to go over that thirty million.
0: Yeah, and I think again, it's going to all come down to Artie and if he wants to spend the money and if he wants to make the Angels, you know, a contender in twenty twenty one and. You know, it's been back and forth, and even for myself, it's been back and forth. It's like, you know, Trevor Bauer makes a lot of sense, and you know, I kind of want the Angels to get Trevor Bauer. And then there's times where I think about it, and it's like, well, damn, Trevor Bauer doesn't really make sense, you know. So, I don't know. I'm I'm at that point where, you know, it's it's I it's been a roller coaster ride. Me and Trevor Bauer are on that roller coaster at the moment. You know, I don't I don't know where I'm at with it. I'll probably wake up and feel a certain way. You know, as I go talk to talk to some guys on my team about this, this move and what it all means. But yeah, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see. Think what it, what'd you say that the Angels had left to spend about 20, 25 until they hit that luxury tax threshold. So it'll be interesting to see. And I'm, I'm interested to see what they do, if they can clear some cap room from Justin Upton or what, you know, may or may not happen with that whole situation. So there's a lot to be seen, a lot going on and let's just get, let's just get a couple final thoughts in before we end this quick, you know, little podcast, the news podcast that we just did here Nate. Do you have any final thoughts or give me the player who who is one player that the Angels will you think will be after on their next move? Like give me one player. I know I'm putting you one on the player. spot here. Yeah.
1: I mean, you you know they're going to be after Trevor Bauer. They're, they're after Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Um, So that's definitely going to be the guy who they're going to go after. But uh, for my one final thought, just to kind of finish the comparison between Tehran and Quintana, both of them sinker ball pitchers, both of them uh, have a really good defense. And I think that really hurt Tehran last year, not having Simmons at shortstop every day. So maybe getting Iglesias at shortstop every day. He's got a really good glove. Uh, Quintana works at sinker. He can get a lot of ground balls to uh, that left side of the infield, which is a Gold Glove infield, so there there is some positive things to think about when you're thinking about that comparison between Tehran and uh, Quintana.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely positive, and I mean, you're not just talking about a Gold Glove left side of the infield. I mean, David Fletcher, at second base, is a damn good second baseman, and having the athleticism with Jared Walsh, and I mean, Albert Pujols isn't what he used to be, but it's it's smarter and better than most guys will be out there at first base, but Mainly, I wanted to say Jared Walsh at first base, just because of that. But I couldn't. I can't forget Albert Pujols as well. So I mean, it's in in retrospect, it's a Gold Glove infield. So they've put together a nice looking infield, and Quintana fits that that bill of let's go ahead and you know we don't have to go strike everybody out. Let's get some grounders. Let's make this work for us. Let's keep the ball out of not up in the zone with you, and let's get these guys to ground out and let's have some fun with this. So. I like the Quintana signing. Before we go, let's just give a quick grade. I just want A through F on this grade, Nate. You cannot give C because that's too far in the middle. You have to give a B or a D if that's the case. So what is your grade on this?
1: B minus.
0: God, I hate you because I was going (laughs) to give a B minus because it's really a C (laughs) – could go it either is C, way. It is, it, is. it is a C move, but you, you said I couldn't go I know. and see. B-minus just
1: makes the most sense because it is a it is very high-risk, high-reward type of thing. I mean, you look at the uh, the prospects the Cubs had to give up to, uh, to get Quintana, first of all. So, obviously, he's a well-respected pitcher, mm-hmm. but uh, you also saw the last couple of years he has not pitched good in Chicago. So, it, it is one of those high-risk, high-reward type
0: moves. Yes, so... Thank you for that, Nate, and thank you so much for coming on. I know, like you said, we had that other episode we wanted to get out on Friday. It didn't work. We're going to get the Taylor Blake Ward episode out on Friday with myself and Taylor talking about the international signings. Going to have to push it back unless, of course, the Angels make another deal. Then another podcast will come out eventually and we'll get that Taylor Blake Ward podcast out eventually. Nate, again, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we find you on Twitter? So everybody can go ahead and blow up Nate when they, when Quintana doesn't work out. Uh, at Nate Green 34. Yes. Go give Nate a follow, go blow him up, especially if it doesn't work because we can blame Nate for this one, you know, cause Nate doesn't like it. <laughs> so Nate, again, thank you so much. We're going to have, we're definitely have to have you on again. You're a, uh, one of my favorite guests, I guess, guest hosts in a sense because, you know, we share very similar thinking about the angels and, of course, we talk on the phone on a daily basis. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and have a great rest of your day.